Hello, Oregon. It's Thursday, October 15th. This is Elliot Noose with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. A judge on Wednesday ordered double murderer Jeremy Christian to pay $12,000 for expenses incurred by some of his victims. Christian was convicted in February in the murder of two fellow Max Train passengers and the attempted murder of a third. He was sentenced to true life in prison. The restitution includes $2,400 for Demetria Hester, who Christian injured by throwing a Gatorade bottle at her eye, $4,600 for Micah Fletcher, who survived after Christian stabbed him in the neck, and $5,000 for the family of Ricky Best, who died after Christian stabbed him on the train as they were pulling into the Hollywood Transit Center in Northeast Portland. The money has already been paid to Hester, Fletcher, and Best's family by the State Crime Victims Compensation Fund. The judge's order Wednesday means Christian is now responsible for paying back the fund. Although Christian has little to no money, he is also being sued by the families of Best and Talisha Namke Meche, who also died in the attack, for the loss of their loved ones. Primet and the Portland Police Bureau are listed as co-defendants because the suits allege that both agencies botched opportunities to intervene to prevent the deaths of the two men. Oregon has long had some of the lowest business taxes in the nation, but they stand to go up more than 40% in the next two years because of corporate tax hikes. That's according to a new study funded by Oregon Business and Industry, the state's top corporate lobbyist. The biggest share of Oregon's new taxes come from a corporate activity tax lawmakers approved last year for education funding. It's not evident that Oregon's rising tax burden is driving employers away so far. Nearly all of the Oregon headquarters that left the state in the past several years did so after buyouts from larger competitors, who generally retained the local operations. Oregon women are far more likely than men to be out of work during the coronavirus pandemic. That's according to new jobless figures out Wednesday from the Oregon Employment Department. The state's jobless rate fell to 8% in September, but Oregon's unemployment rate for men was 6.7% last month, compared to 9.6% for women. Additionally, hundreds of thousands of women nationwide are leaving the workforce to care for children or take on other family responsibilities during the pandemic. Economists warned that could have enduring consequences for their careers. The Employment Department said Wednesday that Oregon has recovered 45% of the jobs it lost to the pandemic, but said the pace of the recovery is slowing. The cost of renting an apartment in Portland is falling, reversing years of steady increases and outpacing declines in most other cities. The declines apparently reflect the impacts of the coronavirus pandemic on the regional housing market. Portland rents were down 5.7% in September compared to the same time last year, with the median rent sitting at $1,155 a month for a one-bedroom apartment. That's according to the online rental platform Apartment List. Many large cities across the United States are seeing declines in rent, while the rents in nearby suburbs are holding steady or even increasing. According to Apartment List, suburban areas have become more desirable because renters, many of them working from home, can have more space and more access to the outdoors. Thanks for listening. You'll find more news at OregonLive.com, and you can support our local journalism with a subscription at OregonLive.com slash pod support.